Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. Thank you for joining us. It's September. I know. I know. It's September. (laughs) How did we get here? What road did we take? Mm -hmm. Did we miss an exit? Nope. It's here, people. Mm -hmm. And before we know it, all the sunny days, I'm assuming it's sunny where you're at. If it's not, I apologize. That's (laughs) me being egocentric. Are going to turn to fall. The leaves are going to fall and it's going to be all that. And the Pumpkin Spice Nation is going to come out in droves. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's going to be too much. Are you pro pumpkin spice? No, you know, pumpkin spice is not my vibe for sure. Um, I don't get down with the pumpkin spice. Yeah. yeah. Mad respect but for I also those am the do. kind of person who drinks like sweet coffee all year long. So I'm not that impressed when I can get like an exciting sweet coffee. I'm like, I just have that, you know, January through September and then October through December. Sweet coffee. I'm you like um, a year round. Uh-huh, and I'm a, a peppermint mocha girl, though. I like a good peppermint mocha. That's delicious. That is delicious. Oh, that so would make my better. eyes burn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I'm allergic to mint, and so it would actually make my eyes Literally. burn. Literally, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold on. Listeners, if you, if you have forgotten, let me remind you that Mrs. Abercrombie puts heavy whipping cream in her coffee every morning because she lives mm-hmm. her best life. I do. I tried to hang with her one time. It didn't go so well for me. <laughs> But I was like, I'm going to be that girl. I can do this. And I, my body revolted. And it was not mm-hmm. a great three days. But it was, <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. Because it tasted, I'm like, this is nectar. This is so delicious. No it wonder was. she drinks this. It's uh-huh. so good. Delicious. So if your body can handle that high concentration of dairy, I really think you should try it. Because it literally tastes uh-huh. like, a, I'm sure that's the drink. At the banquet table of life because it tastes so good. Yes, absolutely. You know, I'm not really into sweet drinks either now that you say that. I don't really sweeten my coffee. I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm not pumpkin spice. Today's the, the September, we are recording this on, no, it's September 2nd uh-huh. or September 3rd, who knows. But September 1, I was walking through Target August 31st and there were signs everywhere that said, tomorrow is the day. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. Look at them. I mean, they have to give everybody a warning. It's oh amazing. Oh my gosh. As if people the pumpkin spice people don't know. It's as if it's not circled on their calendar, please. I know. Please. And also in 2020, like, why are we making announcements like this? Like, if you need <laughs> pumpkin spice to get through your life, then go get it. I don't need a giant sign at Target to to get the things I need to survive. Okay. Girl, it was like, by the towels. The sign was oh by the gosh. towels. Oh my gosh. I they mean, they planted it at the store. Wow. I mean, I just, uh, this is really surprising to me, Target. I think we need to do better. Like, let's let's come up. Let's offer people a nice candle that smells like pumpkin. Let's see if we can offer something a little more grown than um, a pumpkin spice latte. You know, like, but come up, come up. We can do it, Target. We oh, for example, can do it. Magnolia has Madagascar vanilla. I mean, <gasps> this is that. grown. I want Madagascar <laughs> vanilla. I, th- that kind of candle is what I need in 2020. Okay, yeah. I need to elevate my life. I do not need to stoop down to four dollars for a pumpkin spice latte. All right, I need to. I need elevation. You know, elevation in my life. Not first of all, first of all, I don't need to be spending four dollars. Sometimes even five dollars, uh-huh. six dollars if you leave in a tip. Correct for one drink that's gonna last me half yes. hour. Yes, I on. need a Madagascar vanilla. 
candle yes. that has 100 hours of burn time. Come That's on. What I mean. This, it's elevation, people. It's elevation. <sighs> Not the church, to be clear, but, you know, elevating your life. I'll, oh, you <laughs> done did it. Okay. 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 Elevating your life. So today, elevating your life. That's the name of yeah. the next book. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's That could be the subtitle. <laughs> Stop drinking pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, it'll just be a list of how to do better and be a grown person. Yes. That's what it will be. Because that's that's what what happens when you turn 40, guys, which is what my husband just did (gasps) and what I'm about to do. Go 40. Go 40. Now, uh, tell the good listeners all about his 40th birthday and where you took him. Okay, so guys, we're celebrating so many milestones mm. in quarantine, and That's it's terrible. You know, I have no hope of not being, um, not celebrating my birthday in February, also in quarantine. So, anywho, having a baby, doing all the things, but I, I did a great job on Cody's 40th birthday. He was like, this has been the best day. And, you know, he's hard to surprise and he's hard to, you know, impress. Not because he's bougie or very high maintenance, but just because it takes a lot to kind of just like shock him out of his life, you know. Um, So I sent videos all day long from friends. Tiffany and her husband were one of them. And so we got videos all day long of just what he meant to people and how much he was loved or just a vision they had for him or if they were older than 40, giving him some kind of wisdom to navigate Mm. the last half of his life. And then I took him to this awesome restaurant in Los Angeles called Catch LA. Now, I do want to preface this with the fact that Cody and I eat out at Chick-fil-A and Grubhub, okay? It's delivered (laughs) to our home. So I think the the good listeners, the good people should know that for those of you who eat out at quality restaurants very, very often. But for me, this shot immediately to my top three restaurants in America list, Catch LA. It's this stunning rooftop restaurant. There are flowers everywhere industrial wood and metal and just like bougainvillea growing across walls and you know three different sides of the restaurant you can see the whole city of LA and then the food was out of this world Cody is a sushi person I couldn't stand sushi no matter what you do to it I have tried it in every form and want to like it so badly I do not but they also have all these great steaks and just like delicious truffle fries and charbroiled broccolini and like all these incredible incredible foods so we loved it it was wonderful you only get 90 minutes at the table because what wait there's a there's a limit there's an actual (laughs) time limit on your table yeah because you know they're trying to to serve everyone and they're only open for dinner so it was beautiful. We really loved every single second of it. You so. sit down, you're like, okay, clock's ticking. Tell me about your life. Totally. <laughs> what are your hopes and dreams for this next year? <laughs> they do such a good job. They're like, we know you have you have 90 minutes here, so we want you to, we want to encourage you to order everything just at the front end, so we can take care of you on the back end, and you can just enjoy your time. Like they were so oh, they sweet. Set you Service up, was great. They, know it's they quick. totally do. Yes, and I just loved every stinking second, you guys. And if you're a big Instagrammer, every place you go in that place is Instagrammable. It's out of control. Like. It was unreal. I looked it up and I was like, okay, okay, <sighs> add it to my LA list. Yes, it's it's great. So that was good. You okay, guys. just that, because talk now about elevation straight up to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Only because you mentioned it made it to your top three. Now you have to tell everyone your other two. Mm-hmm. So my number one restaurant in America is in Maui, and it's called Mama's Fish House. And they do this dessert called the Black Pearl. I kid you not, you guys, when my husband first ate there, he literally had a tear, just one lonely (laughs) tear, just come down his face because the food was so good. It's unbelievable. Beautiful environment. It's right on the water. There's like little canoes and all. I mean, it's stunning. And then my second favorite is Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Mm. 
and it's one of those restaurants it's it's the only one I've ever been to actually but they do like full courses and they clean your palate with duck pate and oh <laughs> just do all these beautiful wonderful things and their jambalaya is to die for their gumbo is out of this world and the service is stellar it's beautiful so those are my top two I yeah, and how many James Beard Awards has it won? Probably a gajillion. So yes. Oh, probably that a million. should be at the top yeah. of the list. <laughs> Love yes. it. Oh, yummy. You know what? In another life, I would have just, I would have had a food podcast, Ashley, and that's what we've mm-hmm. done is just describe food all day. But there you yes. go. Yes. There you go. And you'd be great at that. You know what? It's just, <laughs> it's just a, it's just my hobby. Some Where people like to time. go golfing. Some people go running. <laughs> Me, no. I want to go out to eat. I want to go out to eat and document at length the flavors. True story. All right, people. How to set the tone for the rest of the year. Four months left. Let's make it count. I think think so many of us, um, we are. We're just still grieving from so many losses, and rightfully so. Mm -hmm. Um, But these next four months, I just, I pray that we would go into it with a healthy expectation of what could and could not be and remember that this isn't wasted it's not wasted beautiful things bloom in harsh harsh terrain yeah so we wanted to present to you a few things to remember a few things to know as you live out the rest of 2020 yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'd like to go first I'll i'll bring up the first one i think Think of the most beautiful things that you can do in the midst of all that you cannot. Is there a few beautiful things? One of my friends, she was telling me when she makes resolutions or goals, they're beautiful things. They're not all these like crazy things to strive for. Of course, she's goal oriented and she's a she's a successful businesswoman. But she was like, no, I want to um, for my birthday or for Christmas, ask for Airbnb gift cards and go away one night by myself. You know, Um, and journal and just have some time. Um, uh, Maybe going and just finishing a fiction book. What are some things that you can do? I think versus feeling guilty of all the things you cannot do. What are some beautiful things you can add to your life? I know those are simple things, but maybe it's reconciling with somebody that there's room for reconciliation and there's room for repentance and there's room for connection. Maybe it's something not this huge, your name in lights, I wrote a book or I started a business. All these things that were pushed on us right at the beginning of quarantine. Everyone's like, write that bestseller and start a business. You're like, I don't know how to do those things. And you notice those folks are real quiet right now. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody saying nothing now. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you out here struggling in the streets like the rest of us. Welcome, my brother, my sister. (laughs) Hey, speaking of Instagram ads, hold on. Just a quick, I got to derail this for five, three seconds. I got an Instagram ad yesterday. I'm like, well targeted, well targeted. It was a Bollywood <laughs> workout. Oh, DVDs. Well, I'm sure you could like live stream them from your phone or an app or something. Whoa! But I was like, okay, I might actually buy this. Learn the Bollywood <laughs> dances while you get your sweat on. I'm just saying, <laughs> it was, it was the first time I thought to myself, hey, okay. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. I like that, case. Tiffany. I like that. You know, another thing, I mean, speaking of ads that you would 
um, this goes in line with with the ad that you received because you don't often expect good no, from from your Instagram ads. But that is actually mine. I mean, I know I very often talk on here about lowering expectations, but I think how I want to frame that for the rest of the year and how I'm framing it for myself personally is just to expect good things. And I think that that's really going to mm. help me. Um, I don't mean to expect you know, radical, ridiculous things, but I mean, good things like that. When I wake up today, I am capable of having a good attitude. I'm capable of enjoying my life. Mm -hmm. Even when it has restrictions, I'm capable of living in my relationships present and available. I'm capable of enjoying my life. I'm going to expect good things. And that's that's something I've been trying to reframe for myself. Even when I think about you know, having a baby in a hospital during a quarantine. <laughs> you know what? I'm yeah. going to expect good things. Like, <laughs> yeah, my mind is going to go full of things that are not good, but I'm going to expect good things. And my dear friend, um, Heather, she actually listens to this podcast, but I, and I sent a photo to Tiffany last night because I was so blown away, but she sent me over like a little, um, a baby gift and mm. she sent these she 10 years ago when she was in Italy she went to a town that's known for its lace and she purchased some little baby hats and some bibs and they were just kind of sitting in her closet she has amazing stepsons like remarkable beautiful family and she sent me you know a couple of little gifts plus those bibs and it was just one of those things where it's like I had just started on this train this week literally like expect a good things <laughs> and this came in the mail and just so sweet to know how people are responding to this time and seeing people's generosity and Tiffany and Derek purchased our baby crib and our bassinet. I mean, just like talk about radical, obnoxious generosity. That's like grandparent status level right there. And I just think during this time, I want to not only be a person who gives, but someone who also expects good in my life. Like, Mm, and we all deserve that. We're worthy of that. And it's good. It's a good thing. And it can kind of shift our perspective to like exactly what you said, Tiffany. I love how you said to not focus on what you can't do, but what you can. And I think this is sort of similar where it's like, yeah, "Yeah, I can, I can expect (laughs) to, see bad things or I can expect to see good things. I can yeah. focus on what might go wrong or I can focus on what might go right. <laughs> I would rather yeah. target my energy strategically into something that's good. And I, I would encourage you, dear, dear listener, to do the same thing, to expect good in your life and maybe reframe what good looks like. It might not be getting all your needs met. It might not be having all the things that you think you want, but it could be something as simple as an attitude adjustment, as simple as going for a walk, as simple as, you know, having peace when there should be no peace. Because, yeah, peace you know, when there should be right yes and we have that it's available to us absolutely um the next thing that comes to my mind is something that bringing up your husband again he's getting so much airtime we're just going to dedicate this episode to him because it was his birthday this week anyway there we go cody this one's for you um but a few months ago uh, cody preached at their church down in la expression 58 Mm -hmm. and he talked about breath prayers and it was really stuck with me um and this idea of just breathing in abba or Father, or Jesus, and then breathing out, I need peace, or I need grace, or I need your presence. And that has been a lifeline, I think, especially uh, amidst this racial injustice in this time of like, oh, this this feels so never-ending and feels like the walls are caving in, because they are. Yeah. And uh, just those breath prayers have felt so sacred and have kept me so connected to the divine that has just been, um, it's really been a lifeline for me. And uh, for my children, they've really adopted that in their rhythm as well. And so yeah. as you think about the tone for the rest of the year, these next four months when it feels like, you know, the weather's going to change and let's be real, that that affects a lot of us. It, it yeah, very much affects it me. It gets. I live in the Pacific Northwest. When the rains come and it starts to get dark at five, it's hard to feed. I mean, I'm going to need one of those lights that you have in your house that like 
stimulates all the yes. or something like yes. that you know because it's just i mean and you get it you were in new york city for totally yeah like it's a it messes with you it does so thinking about the weather changing um many of us are if not already homeschooling our children are about to start i start next week yeah um so yeah. just really thinking of like oh man when we look at these next four months I want to still be a beautiful version of myself. Yeah. <laughs> I've been absolutely. joking. I'm about to be the worst version of myself as I homeschool my children because you know what? I'm just not built for that, y'all. And I can be totally. honest with myself. Yeah. But I'm like, no, what will sustain me? And I know yeah. that breath prayers and I know that, you know, I encourage us all be meditating. Is there even just, don't feel like you have to do everything. Is there one scripture that might carry you through That's these next four months? Tiffany. Yeah. One verse that might carry you through these next four months. Yeah that can just cradle you and hold you and remind you that you are worthy of goodness and you can survive the hard parts. I just encourage you, reach out to something that you can hold on to. And Breath Prayers has been one for us that I offer to you, dear listeners. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Along those same lines, you know, one of mine to set the tone for the rest of the year is to prioritize connection points. Mm. And so whatever those look like, even if they have to look differently, you know, things in many places have already opened. So where you are, you know, you could be meeting in restaurants already and hanging out with people and, you know, doing all of that. But I think for me, prioritizing connection points is a great way to frame the the rest of the year, because not only do we have weather changing, but we also have holidays coming. And on a year where things have already already been difficult. We all know that holidays, if you didn't know, holidays do amplify the emotions that we're feeling inside. They also trigger body memory so that we have different things happening in our body, different memories that we might have, both positive and negative around the holidays that can create sort of seasonal depression or seasonal fears or insecurities or just this sort of sense of lack or not enough. And so it's important, you know, as we prioritize connection points that we're able to actually engage with others in a meaningful way. So if you have a few friends you can go sit in their backyard and enjoy some time together, you know, or if you have, you know, some opportunities where you can go for a walk with someone or go for a hike where you're getting outside a little bit, or, you know, perhaps go walk around a target together with your kids, like uh, go to the park. I don't know what you need to do. Go to the beach for the day, but just, um, at least from time to time, prioritize those connection points because we really do need each other and the ster- the serotonin so- serotonin levels that get triggered when you're mm-hmm. in real life having a conversation versus when you're online receiving likes or connecting they're two totally different things one produces more negative vibes in our life and being with yeah. a real human produces this level of positivity and joy um, when you're with the right humans anyway it produces posit- positivity and joy and it also gives us hope for the future which we desperately need um, and don't forget we have election season coming up so just remember to prioritize connection points, right? Like, and Tiffany, if you don't mind if I share one more, yeah, go along that same lines. I think that, you know, with the election season coming up, we know that that's a thing. We know that it's going to be hard on the internet. I was blessed to be off Facebook and Twitter during the DNC and the RNC, but I did get several screenshots or people reaching out to me about other, other people posting crazy things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we have pastors saying crazy things right now. We have just so much going on, you guys. And I just encourage you to, you know, turn it off and to make sure that it is not your primary influence on how you see the world, how you see even government and how government works, how you see politicians and how you see one side or the other. Make sure that that's not being framed by social media and people's opinions. Uh, Make sure that you are doing your own solid homework, that you are settled in your beliefs and convictions and that you are making those decisions out of a place, not of fear, but a place of hope and desire for what you want to see for the future. And so I just want to encourage you that 
to, to frame that the right way <laughs> and make sure that you don't go into this season bitter and angry and upset and super mad at people and getting off the internet every day, just being, you know, angry. It's like that. Who wants to live like that, you guys? And I know this is 2020, the digital age, and it's hard not to, but don't do it. Don't, don't fall do it. pray to those schemes. You know, don't allow yourself to be manipulated. Don't allow yourself to be um, played by the media or the internet or any kind of cult that's out there or any kind of damaging or misleading language or post around things like the pandemic or human trafficking or the many issues that are out there. Make sure you're doing the right research and listening to the right people so you know what the heck is going on. Be informed, but don't go crazy. All right? Yeah, I think uh, just to add to that, you know, social media, this is commentary on news. It isn't the news. And I think we're treating it so like good. our news source. Come Twitter, on. Um, not really Instagram, but definitely Facebook. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. No, this is people's commentary and their personal on. opinion on what's yep. happening, not yep. what is actually happening. Also, Correct. we believe that you're a capable human being who yes. can research and read for yourself. Yes. But as she said, y'all, don't. If that, also check your screen time, people. Yes, Just check do it. it. I've, been, yeah. I've been convicted lately of like, oh, that's a that's a hefty amount of my day, <laughs> you know, yeah. like on my yep. on a device. Yep. Um, especially outside of work time, where I'm on my computer, you know, it's a whole different yeah. thing. But I think that whether it's staying out of the comments. I mean, you know your trigger points, y'all. You know yes. where you get dirty and where you just get swallowed whole by this. Yeah. Um, it's it's not a bad idea. We're not saying turn off compassion. That's We're not right. saying no turn way. off resistance. We're right. not saying turn off your participation in being a citizen who is doing good yeah. and fighting for justice. Yeah. We're saying turn off the noise. Come on. Turn off the noise. Yes. It's necessary. Yes. We got to do it. Yep. It really and we're gonna get in in the future weeks. We are gonna start talking about the election and yeah. um how we can as followers of Jesus walk this out with dignity and grace and yes. bring in some great resources for you. But thinking about these next four months, I love that you brought in that the holidays and the election. Woo yeah. girl it's a big year. Just, this oh is gosh. why we have to do a whole episode on this, y'all. Right. We're here for you. We're in this together. Yes. And I just I would hate for us to arrive on January one just feeling like I have nothing left. Yeah. I have nothing left. I think it was um I think it was uh Dr. King's daughter on Twitter recently. She just talked about there's rest in the resistance. You know, Love there's that. rest for the journey if you if you if you can't find joy and rest in this, you ain't gonna last. Yeah. You so ain't true. Gonna last. That's so true. <sighs> my gosh yeah so just find ways to take care of yourself yeah that's another great like set up a rhythm you know tiffany and i talk about rhythms all the time mm -hmm. but find a rhythm to care for yourself whatever that looks like i love you know the self-care movement we've had several podcasts about that and how damaging it can be and at the same time we certainly don't want people to swing the other way where you don't prioritize your own health in your own life because we need to take care of our mental state come on we need to be aware of our emotions and making sure yeah. that we're not burying or suppressing or exploding we got to make sure that we're okay because each of you are so important not only to god but to other people you have people in your life who love you who care about you and so prioritizing your mental health and your emotional well-being and well-being and your spiritual journey is so important because we need you in this world and yeah. what you have to give the encouragement that you offer your presence on the planet is so important right now and so take care of yourself like we have a big year 
take care yeah. of yourself and we're going to yeah. be okay. We're going to get through this. There mm-hmm. is light at the end of this tunnel. There is hope on the other side of this. Like we're going to do it guys. And we yeah. are doing it. We're bosses. <laughs> Absolutely. And these days matter. These yes, last four months aren't a waste. They aren't the dumpster fire. Yeah. I pray that these would be days that you find strength, that you find connection. And one last thing that came to mind, and I love that you talked about the connection points. I wrote that yeah. down. That really spoke to me. Um, is who 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 needs your love right now? Yeah, who it's can good you pour to out to? I think, yeah. um, and I texted this to Ashley recently, but just as the world grieves Black Death, I just pray yeah. that you would be reminded of your call to love others so yes, intimately, so vulnerably. Who in your world, your brothers and sisters of color, uh, your yeah. neighbors, who in your world? I'm not saying where you're going to get anything back. Yeah. I'm not saying where this is just to feel good. We are we are built to love. We are at our best when we are loving others. Yes. So I just encourage you. Think of who you can love. And I'm telling you, that'd be a great way to spend these last four months. Yes, it We would. love you, listeners. We're here for you. Let's live these last four months out together. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, listeners. Remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.